Hey there, this is Carrie Schaefer, also known as author Carrie Ann King, and you are listening to Tell Me Your Secrets, where I get to take you off the page with the people who make the books we all love to read. Tell Me Your Secrets is produced from live stream video and is owned and copyrighted by Authors on the Air Global Radio Broadcasting Network. everybody. Carrie Ann King here, and I am delighted to have something a little different for us today. Our guests today are two of the awesome book club, book club, book group. I I don't know what the word is. I'm going to say mavens. (laughs) These are the two ladies who are responsible for a book group on Facebook called A Novel Bee, which is one of my favorite groups because it's always buzzing with happy, joy, um, supporting authors, and it's really wonderful. So I want to introduce to you today, Tawny. Tawny, I don't have I don't have your last name, Tawny, and I forgot oh, it. I didn't type it in, Callan. Callan, right? I knew that, and it flipped right out of my head. And Christy B, say hi, Christy. Hi. We should have figured out how to have a little picture of a bee up there for you. Oh, so we should. I was trying to figure out how to edit the avatar and do that right before, but I I wasn't fast enough. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to do it um, on StreamYard, actually. I thought about it, too, but I, I've not actually had a guest who was here um, just on audio before, so I didn't know, but I'm sure there's a way. Um, next time, we'll figure yes. it out. Yes. <laughs> Christy, we were- right off the top, I have to say you have such a lovely Southern accent. We haven't actually <laughs> talked before. So where are you from, my dear? I am from Kentucky. From Kentucky. I want to go there someday. I have never been. Me too. I haven't never been. So, so Tani, where are you from? I'm from Texas. So you got two Southerners here. Where are you from, yeah. Carrie? And I'm as Northern as it gets. I grew up in Canada and I'm living in Washington. Um, we do have uh, somebody here with us. Hey, if you are in the group, you will see up at the top of the page, there should be a place I write under the um, picture where you can give permission for Facebook to know who you are. Otherwise, we're not going to know and we'll just know you as Facebook user, which is fine. But <laughs> We like to know your name. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, Christy, were you going to say something? Oh, no, I was just laughing because the you said we'll just know you as Facebook user. <laughs> oh, and one of our Facebook users just said, Hi, y'all. <laughs> Another Southern. <laughs> I love it. I sometimes say y'all too, because I just like it. And then I always hope nobody's gonna be um upset at me for stealing or you know, borrowing. But I like I like that expression. I think I, I like the different ones. I liked use guys when I lived in um Pennsylvania. I thought that yes. was pretty. Use use guys, and and I, I've only known a few people who say use guys, but it's one that's out there for sure, and I like it. Now, all y'all, of course, is you guys are southern, so can you explain? It's all y'all. It's not all all of y'all. It's all y'all because it's hot here, and it takes saps your energy. You just have to talk with less words, less, and and just kind of cram everything together. That's my theory. I th- well, I think you might be right. I don't know. 
yeah. I, I like how it sounds. So <laughs> I, I want to talk a little bit about the novel group. I want to call it the novel B, but it's a novel B. A novel B, yes. You guys have almost 10,000 group members, which is a lot of group members. Which is mind blowing. <laughs> About, I think it was, um, Christy, is the group going to be five, four or five years in four. October? Four. four. Okay, so three years ago, but right before um, I think turned a year old, that's when I got busy helping Christy. There were about 14, 1500 people. Yeah. And then, and then look, this has just happened. We don't grow the group to grow the group. We just, I think it's got to be all that sweet honey coming from our Christy B. That's my theory because there's never any snarky, there's never any cattiness. Um, even if people, um, it's, you know, okay, come tell about a book you liked. If you didn't like it, didn't like it, excuse my dogs. <laughs> Don't tell us if you didn't like it. Enough people are talking about books and complaining. Just tell us about the ones you like. Don't don't come on and go, I don't know what to think about this book. I'm not really liking it. Right. Um, no, I don't wanna... stuff. And Christy's Christy's not, you know, it's like be kind. Okay, I do not know what's wrong with these guys, but they're acting stupid. <laughs> of course. So Christy, you still you started the group. Um what what made you start a book group? Just just out of curiosity, what was what was your you know what drove that for you? Well, I when if you ask my mom what I like to what I like to read, she says things with words. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's always been her answer. And um, I've been chronically ill for twenty plus years, and I spend about ninety eight percent of life in the bed and I had a mentor and dear dear friend who was my drama teacher in high school and she said you know for somebody who spends 97 percent of their life in the bed she's like you're still the most social person that I know <laughs> and we we had been talking about me starting a group and I said but I just don't know if I can do it and she said you can do anything you know you can and literally about two weeks after I started the group we lost her oh. and so um very suddenly I didn't even know she was ill until about 12 days before she left so it was very disheartening but I did it because my love for books has always been bigger than me yeah and I wanted to do something happy and positive and just it's something that gets my mind off the fact that every day I have to fight and right. every day fighting's okay because it gives me something to do. Oh, and you know, Christy, that's so, you are always just such an inspiration because I know this about you that, you know, you have these, this problem that you are in bed a lot and things are hard on that. And yet you are one of the most positive people that I know, which is just absolutely amazing to me and so inspiring to all of us. So thank you for that. Um, 
and and I'm glad like the books, I, I want to talk about that a little bit. I think the books really are such a huge comfort, aren't they? I mean, you can travel still and go places. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you can go anywhere. <laughs> and that's the thing that I love about them the most, I think. Um, I mean, I've never been to France, but I feel like I have because Tani's been there. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it, I always feel like when people go places, w they take a little bit of me with them if I love them. So, right. That, well, that, and now you have so many people who love you. We have, we have a couple of comments. I don't, um, you maybe can't see them because you're not got the video working, but let's see. We had, um, Michelle says, Christy, I love your book group. So <laughs> I want to make sure you, you know that. Um, I do too. It's always been one of my favorite groups to come into since since I found it because because you guys are so good to your authors when they come in. You really buzz us up and make us feel special, um, which is just really awesome and fun. Tani, are you you're still muted? Are you are you are you dogs? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I I gave him a treat, then I forgot to unmute it. That's yeah. okay. Sorry. So we we talked a little bit about um, ahead of time before we got live here about a few things we might talk about, and we do have a secret for y'all. See, that was a that was the right use of y'all, right? So absolutely, um, we're going to ask Tawny first of all. Okay, so I'm going to talk about a borrowed life a little bit real quick, and then yeah, we're going to ask Tawny. This is my, uh, if I sit there, you can't see me. This is my new release, which will be out next Tuesday, the uh, 22nd. So I'm super excited. Um, Tawny and Christy very, very sweetly actually were early readers for this book for me, which was just a really wonderful thing. And then they gave me feedback and they told me they loved it, which made me happy because it was early and I was afraid that maybe yeah. I would. <laughs> That's how it always is. Um, so in this book, our main character, Liz, is older, um, almost 50, actually, when her husband dies suddenly. And she is put in this position of needing to create a whole new life for herself. Now, Tawny says that she has a secret for you that is kind of connected to Liz's journey. And so, Tawny, what is going on in your world right now that is kind of like what was happening for Liz? Well, first of all, I loved reading A Borrowed Life, and Christy and I both just loved it. I think it hit oh, a lot of yes. really sensitive chords with me, but it was really so, like, true to life. Um, I'm a little older than Liz, but things happen and I found myself trying to create a whole new life, sell my land, buy a new house, move uh, completely away, um, and basically start over. And Liz, Liz kind of inspired me and a few other authors, but I wasn't really thinking about another person right now. It's only been a year and a half. Um, but with COVID, I got on TikTok and watching just funny stuff and laughing. I like to laugh. It makes, it keeps things going along. And a guy messaged me from South Dakota and was just like going on about how pretty I was. And he wanted to talk to me. And um, he is actively pursuing me, courting me. 
um, first through messaging, then texting, and just recently um, he calls me, and just it's kind of a Liz moment. <laughs> And I don't know where it's going to go. And everybody I know is going to tell me, be careful. No. Um, after all the things with that happened with my husband and money and stuff, our retirement disappearing, credit cards that I didn't know about, um, nobody will ever be in charge of my money but me. Um, they won't know what I have or don't have. Um, uh, some of it I tied up myself just that way I'll have it to take care of myself later on it'll it'll um grow and then it'll be there when i need it so don't worry about me i'm not gonna do anything stupid he won't even um know which bank i use but you're having an adventure which is so awesome. a, little, a little adventure from like an armchair adventure i'm having a romance in an armchair <laughs> <laughs> how, how fun is that that's you know my biking and fun. I... that's the thing it's just been fun and it doesn't hurt anytime when somebody's like oh I just love your hair or your eyes I just melt into your eyes you get <laughs> I get these little good morning sweetheart um the day's brighter just knowing you're out there um he's wanting to come to Texas sometime he knows I live in Texas he doesn't know where I'm not ready for that yet. Right. I really, I mean, it's not been that long. So it's just, I'm just little bits at a time. I've, you know, told him I have a twin sister. I've told him, you know, I go to my daughter's and keep, I haven't even really, he doesn't really know all the people, the names in my family. Right. But he, I think he's very romantic because he's half Romanian. Oh, and yeah. I think, I think that's, that's one of the romance countries. The Romanian <laughs> language is a romance language. He's got that down in spades. And it's just, it's very good for my self-esteem to be 61. And he's four, four years, he's 56. And it doesn't hurt, hurt that if the picture he sent me is him, he's not hard on the eyes. He's got the <laughs> most beautiful blue eyes. And I love looking at his picture. He's, so not, he's, he's just, not hard on the eyes at all. Yeah, Christy's, Christy's seen the picture. Um, so you have people saying things here that um <laughs> how sweet is that says Rena and Alicia yeah, says I saw a couple. Nice. I saw Alicia. yeah and um, somebody said I was brave yeah <laughs> well I don't know many people that would do what I did when my husband died I found a, a builder I sold my land myself I didn't use a realtor I didn't want to give up that money but I didn't want that house with the bad juju yes right. my husband didn't die in the house it was out at the barn but I didn't want a family living there I just didn't like the idea of it and so I wanted the house plowed under it was kind of hard seeing the pictures when they did it but they're totally <laughs> revisiting that land and um I packed everything up and moved six hours away yes my daughter's here my brother's here but I had a sister there um, my dad's not far from here, but mostly I'm taking care of myself now. I don't, I don't ask for help. That, and that's so awesome. And yeah. it's inspirational. And, and it is kind of like Liz. I, I wanted to jump back because we had some people asking some questions real quick. Um, yeah. Christy, Christy, where did the, the B theme and the, and the name come from for the, for oh, a novel? That's a good story. Yeah. Okay. So when we I've always been Christy B because my last name is Barrett but when we moved here um we've lived where we live 
live now for about um, 16 years. And I had friends that I, I just was writing my email one day and I needed a new email and I put B-E-E. And my friend said, oh my gosh, B is the perfect nickname for you. And I was like, that's horrible. B sting people. I never, I always try never to hurt anyone. And he said, no, 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 no. Bees leave sweetness wherever they go. Yeah. And he's like, that's who you are. And yeah. I was like, okay. That and is who she is. And it's so perfect. So Dude. then um, the bee thing just kind of exploded in my world, which, but it's funny because it's always been significant because I was in a play when I was six years old and I was one of the bumblebees on Noah's Ark. Aw, I didn't know that. My name was Mabel. And um, the I, I got proposed to in the play. And Mabel, Mabel's response when Harry asked her was, I thought you'd never ask. Aww. <laughs> so it just, but so I mean, it's funny that it's always been a thing. And then years ago, I went to the hospital and a nurse, I had on a bee shirt and a nurse said, oh, are bees your mascot because they fly even though they're not supposed to be able to? And I said, nope, but you just added a whole other layer to the story. <laughs> and it really did. So it's, it's just funny how it's kind of blossomed into being the perfect symbol for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then to take it into the group, that's, that's just so special. And I know the book, the, the group is all honey and buzzing books and sweetness and all of that. And it just, it's, it's such a fun thing to, to do. Um, well, and it's one of the, it's one of the things that Pam did actually, we were brainstorming different names and all these different things. And all of a sudden I said, a novel B and she went, Oh, like novelty. And I went, yeah. And she's like, I love it. She's like, that's perfect. And so she, I feel like she kind of helped me name it. Yeah. I always say, um, she was always, she was a storyteller, a professional storyteller. And she was always loving me up. And I always say that before she left, she made sure that I have, a little TLC and that uh, Tony's initials it's not an accident that those are her initials oh wow yeah well the two of you are so good together it's <laughs> it's I I'm I'm laughing I'm remembering when you were reading um when you were reading A Borrowed Life and Tony was reading it to Christy and then Tony messaged me and she's like you could have warned me that there's a sex scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, I have a little bit of a problem reading those out loud, especially to Christy. <laughs> I, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> it's like, it it's was one thing when you're reading on your own, but when you're yeah. reading out loud to a friend, it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> right? Well, it, I, I think the only one that was worse that we wanted to hit somebody, I think we wanted to hit her, was, yeah. was um, Rhea Fry with and because because you're my it's a fabulous book fabulous it's, it's but oh my goodness there were There's two a, scenes in that one and, 
and we were both just kind of mortified. We both kind of like it when you um, leave the door closed and leave it to your imagination. Yeah. We just read the Chanel sisters with um, Judith Little and there were plenty of romantic scenes in the book, but quite sexy too. But they, yeah. they, they but... stopped before I got embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I usually do. Um, most of my books, I was thinking this, this is probably the most, um, extensive sex scene I've written in a Carrie Ann King book, but I felt it was needed. That's why I did that. So. It was needed, but it, it, it's different when you're reading it out loud and, and especially oh, if you can, don't know. I can only imagine that. So <laughs> well, <laughs> while we're talking about books, what are you, what are you both, Tony, uh, Christy, what are you really excited about for um, this fall, for books coming out this fall? Oh my gosh. There, uh, so many. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Think. And then they slip out of your head, right? When somebody asks. Well, of course. One that just came out that we were excited about, and we didn't find out about it till the last minute because it was all completely different. Was Karen McQuestion's newest book that came out last week, "The Moonlight Child," uh-huh. and we're we're reading that now. But uh, we yes. were excited about that one. Um, Jody Pico has a new one coming out in next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for that one. I want to read that one really badly. That It looks so good. The book of two. Um, Most of the things that I'm excited about are ones that actually don't hit until 2021. There's stuff I'm excited about. So much about 2021. uh, um, But, like, uh, let me think. What? what, Oh, um, Waiting for the the Night Song, which is Julie, Julie Carrick Dalton. It's a debut. Uh huh. I love the title. Debuts. We love debuts. Yes, that's. I mean, and oh my goodness, you love the title. The first paragraph is one of those. (gasps) It's just dripping with word honey. Oh my goodness. It. It's just beautiful. And recently, I loved Christina Schwartz, um, Bonnie, which is about Bonnie Parker. Um. But it takes you, it doesn't focus on Bonnie and Clyde. It's Bonnie almost from the beginning when she was a little girl. Oh, well, that's different. And yes, Clyde is in the book. Uh-huh. But, but it's, you know about Bonnie from the beginning. And um, another really fabulous listen is Megan Golden's The Night Swim. It's a thriller. Uh-huh. And it's it's one of the most unique listens I've ever listened to um, because it's the main character is a podcaster and um, there are chapters where it's an episode of the podcast. And that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, she has ambient noises that like, she'll say, hear that. And you listen and you hear this noise and it's the wind. Oh, cool. Just, it's, it's a very unique listen as far as things like that. But I mean, I could be, I could be here for the next three days telling you books I'm excited about. 
I mean, my two are yours, Carrie, because a borrowed life, like I said, it just, it was like you wrote it for me. I kept telling Christy that I was like, Oh yeah. Wrote this with me in mind the whole, like all the way through. And then the other one, of course, um, Christy mentioned it. Come, it's we've already read it, but I'm I can't wait for the Chanel Sisters by Judith Little to come out. It's just a beautiful story about and then and the hardships of the Chanel Sisters. And actually, one of the Chanels was a cousin uh, or an aunt. She was an aunt, but she was their age. And it comes out in December. So those are those two are my two that I'm like I can't wait for everybody else to get these books. So we can talk about them, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We we read some of them so far ahead of time. It's like, is this book going to come out? Because we can we want to share it. And I don't really share well till it's out there because people want to know what they can get now. Right. Right. Understood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, Pam says she uh, pre-ordered a borrowed life. Thank you. I oh, appreciate that. You're going to love it, Pam. You're going to love it. So I honestly said, right you know, what, what was my inspiration <laughs> And it's interesting, um, Connie, that, that you were saying that it, it kind of seemed like your journey in a way, because parts of me are in that story. And I always feel like I have to be really careful and make this really clear. My husband who died was not at all like Thomas. <laughs> Just if anybody's wondering, I, <laughs> it was not like that. However, I grew up in a very... Strict religion kind of cycling and did teach us to men's needs were more important than women in a lot of ways. And so there were a lot of those things in that book that are kind of my story because I was widowed suddenly and I was kind of um, repressed and I did go out seeking a whole new life for myself. And so there are things in that book that were very close to me and that actually made a little bit. Um, more difficult to write than some of my books, which I was surprised. Um, oh, I yeah. bet. Um, when I first had the idea, it was just going to be all light and fun. I had no idea it was going to hit that close to home. I'm like, I'm going to write a book about an older woman who has this midlife big surprise. And uh, <laughs> and it, and then when I got into it, I was like, oh, well, a lot of this is kind of my own, a lot of my own stuff. So, yeah, it was an interesting writing journey for me. Yeah, I can see that. Um, what um, what do you want people to take away after reading a broad life, Carrie? You know what I want them to take away. I absolutely love this. I had an early um, a couple actually. There were two early reviewers this week who posted things that were like one of them. Um, the quote was something like, "As I read this book, it made me wonder." You know, if Liz could change her life so, so drastically at the age of 49, what's stopping me from living my best life right now? And that really is my message that I, I'm all about that really in all my books. Um, that That is a huge theme for me. We we all have these chances to embrace things in life, like, like um, Christy deciding to start a book group you know, that, that was a whole new venture. And there might've been a little fear at the beginning about like, can I really do this? Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you have something you want to do, I'm all about going for that. And so that, that's really, that what I want people to take away from that book. Absolutely. I may and be I, a lot of like, a lot like Liz, but I won't be getting pregnant. <laughs> 
<laughs> this, is, this is good. I have to tell you where that came from. <laughs> the, the whole uh, idea behind that, you know, when you hit menopause, life gets interesting. And maybe you were all really regular before and all of a sudden you're not. And then you have this little stretch of time. And I know I'm not the only one where you're like, oh, my God, what if I, exactly. I'm not just menopausal, but I'm actually That's pregnant. Maybe yeah. like, you hit Google like me and you discover much to your shock that it happens more than people think. It's a, it's a pretty high percentage than yeah. you, you realize. Yeah. <laughs> so it freaked me out. And there was a point in my life where I bought a pregnancy test. And for me, it's like, no, 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 no. I do not want this. Right. So when I was trying to think <laughs> of the, the book, that was when it started was like, what if I had an older woman who got pregnant at like, you know, almost 50 and what would that be like and how would her life change? And it went from that. Pam, it's not a spoiler. It's right on the back of the book. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like no spoilers, please. Yeah, that's why I'm really careful. If it's not on the back of the book, you won't. I won't be saying it. So, um, yeah, we went rounds and rounds about whether to put that on the back of the book or not, but we felt like it really was um, an integral enough part of the the premise of the book that it actually needed to be there. So that's why. And how it comes about? That's the part we're not going to tell you about, and that's the part you want to read. Yeah, we're not going to tell you all about what happens and how it happens and how it all gets worked out. Uh, Tracy says, I think we can relate to a lot of characters in different books, see our lives in them, and they help us get through tough times. I think that's really true, Tracy. I actually, I had an opportunity this this week. I, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. So I got nominated as the um, Writer of the Year for the Colorado, Goal, or the Rocky Mountain Fiction Writers Organization. And then I actually got I won, which was like really exciting. And so I got to give a speech this Yay. week. But it was on it was on Zoom. It was a Zoom speech. I didn't get to go to the banquet and talk to all my friends. But what I talked about is that thing that books get us through so much and actually told a story about um I had breast cancer and it was right after um <laughs> right right after I got my first book deal. So I was waiting for my first novel to come out and I got this diagnosis. And um, I, there was this moment where I was sitting in front of the plastic surgeon's office actually waiting to go in for my consult about reconstructive surgery. And I was by myself because the Viking was working out of town in the opposite direction of the city I had to drive to, to go find a, you know, a specialist. So all I had was a book and I was reading a, Victoria Alexander's um, It Happens at Christmas, I think is what it's called. Um, it's anyway, it's a, it's a romance. It's a historical romantic comedy. And I, I was sitting in my car and killing myself laughing. It was hilarious. And that saved me in that moment. And it made me realize at that time how important books really are. And, you know, for us as writers, um, that's why that's one of the reasons why I write. I love when I get notes from people that let me know that a book touched or helped in some way that that keeps me going. Even though there's a lot of real life and up and downs in it, but there's the the humor in this book, we would stop, I'd read something, we'd both just die laughing, we'd have to go back and I'd have to read it again. Because <laughs> it was just great. It was just like, oh, I love that. I got to and read it again. And I'd have Christy laugh. And I think her feet were shaking. reading something <laughs> yeah. Again. yeah, they were. Well, definitely. As an author, if I can make you laugh and cry in the same book, I feel that I have just, you know, 
made oh, my life did. calling. <laughs> well, you did. I, actually, it was more than that, Carrie. I, it's, I, I call it all the feels. All the it's feels. It's not just laugh and cry. It's all the feels. I call it an all the feel book. Yeah, it all really the, is. It's, you, you checked every box. Every box. I think this is by far... My, I've read everything you've written as Carrie Ann King, so I, th- th- this is by far my favorite. Oh. oh my gosh as much as i left the others you put you put yourself you're gonna have a real hard time beating this one girl <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you knocked it out of the park not surprised that you were not nominated in one because i was like oh my gosh christy this one's it it's it's one of my favorite reads this year i can't oh. wait for everybody else to read it because yeah. they're going to love it it's just especially with so many people in a novel b this is right up it's, it's, it's a perfect book for novel B readers. Perfect. It's, it's right in the sweet spot. Right in the right sweet, in sweet spot. spot. You're right. Right in the middle. We do right. historical fiction and psychological thrillers, but our women's fiction is, uh, and this one is just like right there. And the wording, and it's just like, you're right there with these people. You're right with Liz and she's doing, you know, going out to dinner or she's trying to talk to her daughter. It's just like, you feel all her angst and then her humor when she she'll joke it about something it's it's like you're there it's just not like you're reading a book you're living the book and that's the books i love to read well you two have just absolutely made my day and i thank you for that and i and i know you make the day of so many authors and so many readers so i want to thank you so much for that thank you for running this group christy thank you for starting it and tommy thank you for jumping on board and helping it may may be this awesome group that it is um I appreciate the two of you being here today. So thank you so much for joining me. This was really fun. We've been talking about doing this for a while. And well, thank uh, you because for me, this was kind of a, I've always wanted to do um, a <laughs> podcast where I talk about books with somebody. And I thought this is a bookish bucket list moment for me. <laughs> That's and I, awesome, Christy. Check, well, we'll, we'll have to do it again Christy. now. <laughs> yes. We're going to yeah. do some more, Christy. Um, well, Carrie, um, I don't think the authors understand how much y'all do for us and other readers. It's like, because like you said, um, you can do so many things with a book. This past year and a half, I probably just, I mean, I'm still living with boxes. Y'all want to see boxes? <laughs> I can read a book and listen to a book and get all my unpacking done. It's just, it takes me out of the stuff I don't want to deal with. And right. if I don't have to deal with it right now, it's like, fine. It's like, <laughs> me too. I'm, yeah. I'm with that too. I've been reading a lot more during COVID than I usually do. Um, yeah. It just helps keep me sane. So yeah. ladies, we do need to go. I thank you again so much for being here. Um, if you are listening to this on the podcast or you're watching it somewhere other than in a Novel Bee group, please do go over and check out a Novel Bee and be part of the buzz over there. And um, if you have not yet, uh, you can pick up a copy of Borrowed Life, where books are sold. Um, the ebook is available on Amazon and the physical paper books are available all over the place. So thank you. And I will see Christy and Tani in the group. Oh, I should mention that I get to be Queen Bee on release day, actually. So on the 22nd, I will be yes. hanging out in the novel Bee all day. So Yay. you can 
find me and there too. There might be a giveaway or two, but don't oh, wait till yeah. to read it because then you'll you'll be you'll be missing out. I agree. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yes, there will be some giveaways. I promise. Maybe, maybe other things besides the book too, though. So we'll oh, we see like what... other things. People yeah. like little, little swag and stuff. Something yeah. different. I've yeah. got some fun stuff. All right. Fun so, stuff. yay! Thank you for joining us. Um, if you join me next week, we again have something a little different. Maddie Dawson is going to pop on. Tell me your secrets to interview me. So uh, that would be fun. And uh, in the meantime. Please read a good book and support your local authors and non-local, all the authors. <laughs> all of them. Bye. 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 Bye.